From WGN-TV News at 9 and 10, Joe Donlin, who was in the thick of it during the riots last night. Joy, thank, Joe, thanks for joining us. Um, sure. How scared were you? Because there was a few points where I was watching the entire time that you were on TV last night. There was a few points I think you were scared for your life. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I was definitely on high alert. There was one point, I guess, where I was most concerned when I did get hit with something, and I don't even know what it was, but I was hitting the thigh, and it hurt. Um, but I, when I turned around to look back, we were all moving. It was so quick. I couldn't tell what it was that, that was thrown. But at that point, there were a lot of objects being thrown over the crowd at the police. And so at that point, I happened to be behind the police line. So I was sort of in the line of fire of whatever was being thrown. You have to make a choice because there were other parts of this last night where I was on the other side with the protesters. And then you take the risk of being in the line of fire of whatever police send out, be it tear gas. And we weren't sure what was going to happen, but it felt like at times there were definitely things that were brewing that we could tell were happening. But in the end, Something would pop, and then all of a sudden everyone would scatter, which was another time which was a little bit scary as well because when you have, you know, 100 or more people who are trying to scatter is when people get stampeded, and that was a concern at a different point. But, I, you know, looking back on it today, I never felt like I was really truly in danger or I would have gotten out of there. I was there with, you know, probably 100 to 200 people, and this is another thing that's important to point out. This was one group that I just happened to latch onto and follow. And I really did sort of get an idea of what was happening throughout the afternoon and then into the evening because we got a little bit of all of it. When it started over by the Wrigley Building, things were peaceful. Things were calm. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, as the group started to move across uh, the upper Wacker and then into the loop, uh, that's when we sort of entered into these other hotter spot areas like State and Lake where there had been some car fires and some other things, and that's when some of these groups that had splintered off sort of came together, and that's when things really started to heat up. Well, when did things, what time was it when things started to escalate? And you could just kind of feel it in your gut, can you? Because you can yeah. feel the tension in the air when you're down there? Absolutely. Um, but I, I would say, because I picked this group up at about, 7.15, 7.30 last night over at the Wrigley Building. And so we were probably over in the loop about 8.15, 8.30. Okay. And that's when things started to get a little bit uh, dicey. But, you know, the, as, as I've explained this group I followed, I would say that the vast majority were really there to sort of watch and observe and see what was happening. And then there was a smaller group within that group that was sort of orchestrating the protest itself. And then among that group, there was an even smaller group that did the vast majority of the damage. In fact, I posted something on Twitter a minute ago, and people were responding saying, you know, this was more than a few. But I'm just saying that from the group I was in, I can tell you, because I saw it and I was there, the same two guys destroyed four of the squad cars that were on Washington. So, you know, you can say whatever you want about the few, but in the group I was with, the vast majority were watching. There were a handful that were doing all the damage. Again, uh, there's a huge difference between protests and riots. Uh, they were peacefully protesting yesterday afternoon, honoring the memory of George Floyd. And then you see people that are showing up with baseball bats. They're showing up uh, with Molotov cocktails. They're throwing rocks, throwing bottles, and lighting squad cars on fire. That's a riot. Yeah, and then there were other times last night with this group I followed that, you know, it seemed more like um, vandalism 
than rioting. These were mm-hmm. folks who were dragging things into the middle of intersections and lighting them on fire. Um, there was a guy on horseback you've probably seen on Twitter who, you know, trotted through the intersection. It was just almost surreal to see the scene. And then all of a sudden, 20 of those motorcycles that go through and, you know, riding through on popping wheelies, it was like, what in the world is going on here, you know? But at mm-hmm. that point, you didn't really see a lot of um, the damage. Again, most of what had happened in the loop had a lot of it had happened by the time this group I was with got there. So the windows that were shattered, that had already happened by the time this group got there. We're talking with Joe Donlin from WGN-TV. Can you paint a picture for people that are just tuning in right now, what it looks like down there, Macy's, Walgreens, uh, Foot Locker, that, that whole State Street area where we've all shopped a hundred times in our lives, what it looks like today? Yeah, it's trashed. It's absolutely trashed. And when I walked back toward the north side of the river last night, uh, after things had calmed down and the curfew had gone into place, um, I thought this reminds me of a war zone and you've heard that today and i don't want to make too much of that but i was in kuwait at the end of the gulf war desert storm and that's what it reminded me of debris scattered and strewn throughout all of the streets and shattered glass everywhere it just and they in the streets were empty which they were in kuwait at that point as well this was about 10 days after the war had ended so i mean what it looked like to me walking back last night it reminded me of that wow. and it's um unfortunate to see Today, most of the, I did walk over there this morning because I live in the Loop downtown and to see all of the, the businesses that are now boarded up. And you can tell they got into a lot of the buildings and businesses on Michigan Avenue um, and then into the neighborhoods as well in River North. Um, I happened to be out later last night about 11 o'clock and I was in River North and there were folks looting the CVS. Um, things got dicey definitely late in the uh, in the evening with the looting, for sure. It, it was a, uh, a second flow, wasn't it? After the curfew started at 9 o'clock, a second flow of people came in around 11. Yeah, and that's when I think did, things did, did change for the looting side of it, because where I was, it was, you know, it was mostly the damage. The looting started later, but, you know, there were a lot of police officers out, it sure seemed like, and there were they were stationed on certain intersections, so there were places where you couldn't go, and then you'd have to, you know, take a different version. As you tried to weave your way through downtown, there were areas where you definitely could go and you definitely couldn't go. And uh, I think they were definitely overwhelmed. I mean, there were stores being looted left and right all over downtown. Right. You saw the uh, squad cars on fire and the firefighters that were trying to put out those fires and protesters throwing things at them. What kind of violence did you see towards the firefighters and the police officers? Yeah, I didn't see, I saw the violence toward the officers from the group I was in. By the time we got over to State and Lake, those cars had already been torched, and that had already been sort of, um, the crowd had already been pushed away from that down toward Washington. So that's where we were when this group I was with got uh, down into the loop. So I didn't see the actual cars burning. What I saw were, were these few protesters who were using a two-by-four to smash the windshields and bust in the uh, the hoods and um, to break the you know rearview mirrors. They didn't torch any of the squads that I saw when I was there, but, man, there were disabled squads up and down Washington. I, I don't know that I, ever, I saw a number on how many units were damaged or destroyed, but there had to be a lot of them because they were strewn all over the loop. And where was this group from that you were following? You mean, where, where, where they... 
Locals? Yeah. Were they from Chicago? Were they from the suburbs? Were they from out of town? Were they just people that came downtown and just decided to become violent? No. The, yeah, the folks I talked with were local. So I didn't talk to anyone who was from out of town. Okay. Um, and, I mean, there's been a lot made of, you know, people have come in. for the, I would imagine that maybe in Minneapolis, when you're on day five of this, maybe people have come to to take part in these protests. But I, I got the impression that last night was a local deal. This was the first night that it had really popped in Chicago. So I would guess that most of these folks were probably locals. Well, we're glad you're safe, and uh, thank you for coming on. Are we going to see you tonight on TV? Um, I'm not sure we're going to see what, what's happening tonight. We're going to go from there, but um, I haven't gotten the word yet, so we'll see. But uh, what, what, if, what is the latest you've heard on that? Because I've heard, heard there's some things popping down south now. Well, the uh, yes, they say that uh, things are going to pop down south. There could be uh, neighborhoods up north. We just don't know at this point. It's like uh, we're all waiting. The governor is going to speak at 3 o'clock, and you're just like us. We're just waiting to see what happens. Right. Well... It's crazy, man. That, um, yeah, it is crazy. I heard someone say on social media today that it was sort of like 1918, 1929, and 1968 all rolled into one night. So uh, that was, a, was definitely that was, crazy. That was a quote from the New York Times today. They said it was a year, I have it right in front of me, a year of national trauma that started out feeling like another 1998 with impeachment, then uh, 1918 with a pandemic combined with another 1929 with the economic fallout, yeah. and then 1968 in Chicago and all over. Wow. Yeah, it, it seemed like uh, it was, and then add in, you know, of course, what happened, obviously, which was the start of all of this, yeah. what happened with uh, George Floyd. So it, it all came to a head. I felt, I felt like last night in Chicago, at least, and this has been coming to a head, you know, in Minneapolis yeah. since last week, and now we've seen it go nationwide. So. It's just too bad, all this violence. Joe, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks for your time. We'll talk soon. You bet. My pleasure. Take care. That is uh, Joe Donlin. You can see him 9 and 10 o'clock news on WGN-TV.